Hey friends, welcome to this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin alongside Zach and Alex. In our quick play episodes, we cover games that are more simple in their design, like arcade classics and titles from early consoles. Uh, hopefully these quick plays will turn you on to a game or two that's worth your time. And if there's a game that you'd like to see us cover in a future quick play, just hit us up on our socials and let us know at Retro Game Guys. Uh, this time around, we're playing the arcade classic Missile Command, which was released in 1980. Uh, we primarily played it on the Atari 2600 port, which was released in 1981. So let's kick things off here. Let's start off with uh, you, Zach. Give us a quick history of Missile Command, please. Sure. Well, Missile Command was developed by Atari and released in the arcades way back in 1980. Dudes, wow. 40 mm. years ago. Can you believe it? Oh man! If like, you were to ask me, like, what what's forty years ago? I would be like, oh, I don't know, like nineteen sixty five. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. But no, it's like arc eighties and arcades. Like that's wow. does that does not seem to be like forty years old. That's no. crazy. No, um, and sad. Uh, in in uh, Missile <laughs> Command, you play a commander of a missile defense system, and your job is to protect cities and your weapon from incoming nuclear missiles. And, um, you know, similar to other arcade games of the era, all the action takes place on one screen. That was a pretty popular, you know, uh, format back in the day. Yep, yep. Um, your base and cities run along the bottom of the screen and missiles rain down from above. And uh, in the arcades, you'd use a trackball to move your crosshair across the screen. And then you push one of three buttons to fire a counter missile from one of your three bases, kind of like the left side of the screen, right side of the screen, and then the middle. Now, the Atari 2600 version that we focused on for this podcast simplified the controls quite a bit. So you use a joystick, not a trackball, and that moves your crosshair around, and there's a single button that fires missiles out of only the middle, you know, base location. Yeah. Now, the game uh, play in Missile Command is fast and furious. Missiles <laughs> fall quickly from various angles, and you're immediately in danger right when you start the game. Mm -hmm. um, but that's most of the fun, right? It comes from hitting a well-timed shot and blowing up one or, or more missiles in a counterattack. Um, and yeah, it's truly all about timing, right? I mean, you have to yeah. judge how fast the missiles are falling from the sky. You got to plot the location of where you think your counter missile will in make impact. You have to um, you know, figure out how much coverage your missile blast radius will provide. Um, and you also have to be mindful of how many missiles you have because if you shoot too many, you're going to run out and then you, yep. you have to watch the, the missiles come down and destroy your cities. Oh, totally. Oh, right in front it, of you. It's terrible. It's so like, it's just, it's middle satisfying to blow up a missile. It's completely dejecting to miss one. And it's like euphoric when you can get two or maybe even three totally. in one blast. Like it's, it, this game has, it just, it takes you through the different emotions. It's great. And I think on the 2600, if you, if a missile hits, like your weapon, like your base right in the middle of the screen, you lose like a whole bunch of ammo. Like it yeah. really messes you up. It's terrible. Yeah. So yeah, after playing this game, you got to like take a take a nap. There's like so much to, to worry <laughs> about, right? All the, all the yeah. telemetry, right? Going yeah. on, it's, it's yeah. crazy. So after you clear a wave of missiles, um, you get points for your remaining cities and you move to the next round. You might even earn back a destroyed city if you do good enough. It doesn't mm -hmm. happen that often to me. Um, but if all your cities are destroyed by missiles or the UFOs that pop up on occasion, the game is over and you're treated to a loud explosion accompanied by a dramatic flashing screen. And in the arcade, the, the, the arcade version, the screen also reads like the end. Yes. It's very dramatic. Very dramatic. Now, this may all sound like a simple, silly game, but in the 1980s, it was a bit edgy to put out a game with references to nuclear war. Mm -hmm. And if you lived through that period, like the three of us have, 
you'll remember like that was during the cold war. There was tensions between the United States and Russia and like nuclear war felt like something that was a, you know, serious possibility. This could like really happen. Um, and it was also evident in our media too. Yeah. I'm sure you guys remember like movies around that time, like red Dawn was it war games, Rocky yeah. four. Like they're yeah. all about like us, Russia, nuclear, that kind of stuff. Right. Or like my favorite, uh, always top three movie, but that often favorite movie is uh hunt for October, which actually, was released oh, totally. after the end of the cold cold war it actually was released after russia fell uh the soviet union fell sorry uh and uh but it is all about the cold war tension of this is a new submarine that can park you know 20 nuclear warheads off of the east coast of the america before anyone knew what happened and the tension of that time and it, yeah it was real it was palpable yeah well then like in the early years of the cold war right didn't like we had the school children doing drills oh, yeah. of like you know going under their desk and it was like yeah, people <laughs> buying homes purpose with purpose-built bomb shell you know nuclear oh, fallout yeah. shelters and oh yeah all that it comes a nuclear missile duck and cover yeah i'm sorry that's not gonna do, do very much yeah, yeah. But i do remember the iconic scene of red dawn you get in where, the fridge right yeah, oh, oh yeah tell us what indiana jones does. yeah <laughs> but i remember that scene yeah. in that iconic scene in red dawn where like that was it the paratroopers like coming into yep. the school and stuff yep. like that's still just something that we all feared back then yep. and even the um programmer dave thurer who um he he actually programmed the arcade version he had nightmares of global nuclear war while developing the game oh well that's good yeah Nothing like your job to completely think, right. you know, make you worry about the end of the world. Right. Everyone's <laughs> going to love this. Um, now, Missile Command was a big hit in the arcades, and like many of, our, of the arcade hits that Atari put out, it was quickly ported to the home console, Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. And the home version was programmed by Rob Fulop and uh, came in 1981. And that version was a massive success. It sold over 2.5 million copies. Crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, and, and that, by the way, was, you know, huge, you know, in comparison to like, you know, in games do sell 2.5 million copies or more today, obviously, but like there was not that many consoles back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, in comparison, right? So that that's a lot of games. And as we said in, or as I said in our quick play on Asteroids, if you or your friend had an Atari 2600 growing up, there's a pretty good chance you had Missile oh, yeah. Command. That was just oh, yeah. one of the games you had to have. It was a must-have game. Totally. Um, and uh, as a quick tie-in to our Doom episode, uh, Rob Fulop also created the controversial Sega CD game Night Trap, uh, which was one of the early 90s games that pushed the limits and led to regulation in the video game industry. Mm. So he was responsible for that. No, there you go. It'd be fun to talk to that guy uh, one of these days, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm always interested to talk to anybody who was there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tell, right. us the, tell us the straight story. He's a yep. Bay Area guy too, I think. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Atari yep, being right up the road. Exactly. So updated versions of Missile Command have been released over the years, including a mobile game called Missile Command Recharged. Yeah. And Dustin, you and I have been playing that, and I'm yeah. enjoying the hell out of it. It's so fun. I, uh, I was blown away. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting some little, ch- you know, just cheap kind of uh, update or something that they completely, you know, rip the heart out of Missile Command. But man, it's no, cool. really well done. Yeah. Missile Command works, the, the gameplay works really good as a, like a touch game. Yeah. Because you don't yeah. have to worry about moving the crosshairs. You just touch and shoot the missile. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's cool. It's really good. And it's a it's a free pickup on iOS, at least. I, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend downloading that one for any of Yeah, our, I downloaded uh, it on Android. I think it was it was free too. And then it's also available on the Switch. Um, mm-hmm. I downloaded it for uh, $2.99. 
Um, so oh, okay, yeah, kind of everywhere. And apparently, buy, I think if you yeah. if you if you like old games, if you like kind of new updates for old games, man, it's so good. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and it's going to launch too with the new Atari VCS console, which is supposedly coming at the end of this month. Mm. So um, I don't know if if that's a great launch game for the VCS, I, but well, I'm I'm know. skeptical of the whole VCS thing, but we could yeah. do an entire quick play. Oh, on totally, that. totally. <laughs> I love the way it looks, though. Like I wish, yeah, uh, yeah. I wish it. Yeah, was they have a version screen. of it that's got like the the wood paneling look. Yeah, and it's great. I just the whole their whole kind of shtick for it or their whole kind of like uh raison d'etre or however you pronounce that i i, I don't i don't understand it and <laughs> i it french? totally yeah, i totally butchered that but <clears throat> i i took spanish not french there you go there you go bueno uh well all right well, well uh missile command never got a true sequel um although i did read that there was almost a missile command 2 arcade sequel and uh, there was a prototype that uh, sat in an arcade in santa clara california hey years ago. Wow. So they did play test it, but I don't know what, what happened. Um, now, Missile Command was part of what is considered to be the golden age of arcade games, along with classics like Space Invaders, Pac-Man, and Asteroids. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Missile Command is just one of those must-play arcade games from the classic era, and it will truly live on in some form as long as popular video games are around. So that was it. That's the quick history of Missile Command. Yeah, yeah, wow. you got it, man. So uh, let's talk. Let's have a little discussion about Missile Command and our thoughts on the game. Uh, Zach, you know, let me know what do you think, man, about how this game back from your memories back in the day, and 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 what do you think about it nowadays? Oh, it's so cool, man! I this is one of the earliest Atari Twenty Six Hundred games I remember playing as a kid when I was really really young, maybe like four something like that. Um, yeah, it's just so cool. There's something about you know playing a game where that's so frantic. Yeah. And the, and like you said, the rewards are there, right? You hit a couple of missiles in a row. There's yeah. the the sound is awesome, and that's one thing that I don't think the Atari Twenty Six Hundred gets enough credit for, right? Is the the, the sound of explosions, like the marching of the space invaders, mm-hmm. the shots sure. being fired, the <laughs> missile, the, the exactly the 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 sound of that um, asteroids uh, ship shooting, pew 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 yep. pew. I mean, it's just there's your, these are iconic sounds. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the game still holds up. It is yep. a little difficult to control in the 2600 with the joystick. Um, I recommend using like a Genesis controller, plug it into your Atari 2600, play it that way. Um, but yeah, I had a, a great time with it. In fact, um, I don't think I played the uh, the arcade very much growing up. Um, and it, it does take a lot more skill, I'll say, than the console version yeah. because yeah. You, and you have to shoot from three different bases. So you're also trying to figure out which base is closest to the falling, you know, web, the nuclear um, missile um, and then the trackball, the trackball at the same time. So, yeah. I mean, people who do well at this game are pretty, pretty damn talented. I'll say that. Yeah, but, absolutely. But still love this game. So great. Alex, what are your thoughts on this game? Just general thoughts. Yeah, I uh, never played on the uh, 2600. On the 2600, we had other games. uh, My friends did anyway. Hmm. Uh, So I actually remember playing this game in the arcade. Um, But it was always one of those games where it it looked old because by the time I was going to the arcades, I was already (laughs) older and this game was older and uh, there were other better games to play. So it was always one of these classic arcade games that you always saw around, but, you know, dumping a quarter. Uh, But no, it was fun. It was a fun game. Yeah, this time around playing it, what do you think? It's, uh, the, intensity is, the intensity is still there, man. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah you guys nailed it. I mean, the, the one thing I felt was lacking, and it's funny that you guys bring up the 
the Cold War thing, I really wanted them to say like at the beginning of each level, like a different city, like Los Angeles or Chicago. Mm. And I wanted oh, the yeah. to look, you know, like I was thinking like, oh, it'd be really cool if these, if it had like San Francisco and it had like a mock-up of the Golden Gate Bridge they had protect or something like that from us. Right, right. But uh, dude, the um, intensity, it just goes up super fast, just like yeah, all, it does. Yeah, it does. all the Atari games do. Yep. Like, Atari doesn't mess around. Like within the first three <laughs> levels, you're playing at like a high level already, whether yeah. it's this or Asteroids or whatever. <clears throat> you're already there. So the intensity was definitely there for me. I definitely enjoyed every minute of uh, actually playing this game. And... Uh, is this an easy game? I'm not sure this is an easy game. I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a very enjoyable skilled game. I guess yeah. you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, balanced. I'd sure. say. Yeah. It is very balanced. And Atari did this great with almost all their games. Like you, you'd say it was easy, but then you'd also say it was fairly challenging and yeah. uh, fun at the same time. It was there wasn't that some crazy. Uh, learning curve you had to do but at the same time it wasn't a, a pushover either yeah you know? did you try well, any I mean, of the any of the modes because uh on the console um <clears throat> the 2600 console there's tons of different game modes yeah and like there was I one that. that i there was one that i found that was like and we've talked about this in previous quick plays where it's like a simple version where the missiles come down extremely slow mm-hmm. and then there's ones where like i think there's one where like part of the the uh, missiles is um, invisible there's ones that go super fast where it's almost you know, not humanly yeah. possible to knock them out. So like everyone of all skill levels can get something out of this game. But in yeah, to Alex's point, I w- I'm with him on the on the simple or, uh, you know, these, a lot of these Atari games that are uh, like super hard and you can't really get that far, but you you enjoy the heck out of it. Like I think of Enduro, like the amount of the times that I uh, I got past the second day of Enduro is I can count on one hand in my entire life. <laughs> But yeah. man, I've come back to that game every single time I p- yeah. pull up the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It's such a fun game to play. It feels like these games were almost um, like psychology tests to some yeah. degree. Like right uh, when I was <laughs> right. playing the game earlier, I was like, "Man, this feels like that episode of uh, I Love Lucy where she's like collecting uh, chocolates off of the conveyor belt." Oh, it's totally like that. that. <laughs> you know? So right. there's like so many right. chocolates that you have to like get rid of, and it's super fast. Yeah. And, and you, it's tough to keep up, and eventually you just don't. Eventually, eventually you, know, you don't. You always, eventually you don't, always along ends. the way, along the yeah. day, you way you get some these some real fun hits, and you'd get yeah. that like kind of like oh, just yeah, joyous yeah. hit. You're still eating oh, chocolate, yeah. you know? Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so let's let's hone in a little bit on just a specific from each of us. Like, what is the thing you like the most about this game? What is the thing you like the least? Uh, Alex, can you give me a sure. couple specifics? Uh, I liked the. Um, speed and the challenge of the game yeah i yeah. did not like the i guess i felt that the i wasn't able to control the cursor as accurately as i would have liked okay does that make sense yeah okay, okay. yeah zach best thing about it and least uh least favorite thing the thing i like the most about this game is you immediately know what's at stake Mm. And there's a level of like excitement slash anxiety that this game is very good at creating. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when those UFOs start coming out and you're, you're just, you're constantly moving the cursor back and forth. I mean, it is, it's just really exciting. I love the excitement in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I'm right there with you, Alex. I think the, the, the thing that doesn't work so well on the Atari 2600, especially with that joystick is like, you're just fighting the controls the whole time. Yeah. Um, the trackball would work better. And certainly yeah. The touch 
feature on the mobile app game is is really really comfortable because again you just yeah. tap the screen where you want that missile to go and there's even upgrades in that version and all that like that's a it's Ooh. a really really fun version yeah uh for me uh like the most i i actually like the controls but i think it's because i wasn't playing it on atari 2600 i've got this whole thing i've talked about on the podcast before uh atari flashback uh mobile console and it's got i don't know 60 or so atari games loaded on it uh and then you can sideload some roms and one of the uh loaded in ones is is uh, missile command and it's a nice little d-pad and man i was flying through those first like six or seven levels no problem because uh, hmm. you can be really accurate um as far as like what i like the most uh, overall because you know if it was just playing on the atari 2600 it's just so simple yet difficult and i love that there's not much going on right it's just mm-hmm. it's simple but man is it is it hard to do and it's it's a fun hard uh what do i like the least about this game I've actually mentioned this a couple times on the podcast. The cover art. The cover art is a lie. That's cool, dude. The cover art's awesome. The cover art is a big fat lie. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like you're going to get, you know, down and dirty and, you know, you're at a console. You're going to be, you're going to, you know, saving the, and it's like, it's a bunch of lines. I'm breaking out my Art of Atari book right now. I'm going to see, I'm going to see. Let's see whether whether you're you're calling up uh, missile strikes or, uh, you know, you're not, or, you know, you're battling uh, wizards and warriors, or you're not. It's one wizard, and you're the warrior. <laughs> yeah, right? so I just, I mean, I like now. the art. I, like, don't get me wrong, but it's just yeah. like there's a dude, like, sweat pouring down his brow with the helmet on. Yeah, like, like he's trying to do uh, advanced calculus, try to figure out exactly where to drop yeah. this uh, missile. And it's like, no, nah, just, you know. No, just press this button. Button one, two, or three, and. Just you know, use the trackpad. Well, here's something. Here's something interesting that I just saw. And because Alex, you said something about you, you wanted the the cities to be named. Yeah, this is from an Art of Atari, which is a, a we've said this several times on this podcast. An amazing, amazing book that yeah. highlights the art of all these early Atari games. It said that the, in Missile Command, the arcade version was originally conceived as a much darker uh, titled Armageddon, okay. like yes. the player defending against a missile attack in California. Oh, yeah, the game name was changed and specific details omitted, but the overall cautionary messages remained. Mm -hmm. Mm, I still would have liked it. You know, I I understand, you know, they're trying to what vanillaize it a little bit and try to make it a little bit more accessible. But if it came um, out nowadays, it would have been Armageddon and it would have been, you know, panic in the streets and. (laughs) But you know, eighty one, eighty America 81. versus North Korea, right? You know, and it'd exactly. be some kind of thing, but whatever. Well, so real quick, you know, we talked about California and, and nuclear missiles, and I actually have a story that okay. ties together randomly. So I've actually been to a uh, decommissioned missile defense unit. Okay. Um, so there's a place called um, Fort Berry. It's just north of uh, San Francisco, and it's actually part of Golden Gate National Park. And you can go there for a free tour. And these volunteers will bring um, you through what's was a, uh, an active, you know, missile silo back in the day during the Cold War. Hmm. And bring up this huge, you know, nuclear missile or uh, defense missile, I should say, up out of the uh, uh, underground sort of storage area, oh, wow. and they bring it up into a firing position. And then all the the um, people that are on the tour, they go stand next to the missile on this platform, and then they take you down into the underground missile silo. And then you could like see where all the missiles were lined up and like the, the um, radars and the launch sort of consoles and stuff like that. 
Um, and then on the weekends, like one Saturday a month, I don't know about now with COVID, but they had the, some of these volunteers, these veterans that were actually you know, stationed at this place. And they'll, what they'll do is they'll tell you stories about the times where the missiles were up and in launch positions when, when they were at the ready, mm. how this you know, range of missiles, they call them Nike missiles, how these were really oh, yeah. the last line of defense if like Russian bombers had come, you know, I've been there. California. I've been, been there. there. I, I thought, well, you know, I, uh, yeah, I used to do some work up in San Francisco a few years ago and, uh, it was over, once you cross the bridge, you go into the, um, into the Hills right off to mm-hmm. the left. Yep. To the left. The right. Robin Williams yeah. tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just before that. Just yeah, before you make it, that, okay. make a sharp left turn. Robin Williams. You, oh, is that the, the rain, the, the rainbow tunnel? The rainbow yeah, tunnel? After, yeah, yeah. After he, uh, after he unfortunately uh, died, they yeah. uh, renamed it. That takes oh, I didn't know into, that. That's cool. That takes you into Marin, but just before that you make a uh, left-hand turn and it takes you up towards the, the, the Hills. And that's where you could get that, that, perfect shot of the golden gate bridge with san francisco behind it oh yeah uh, but yeah. if you keep going to the end of that road you hit another like little nature preserve but also signs that say nike missile defense mm-hmm. something That's or another place. but it's yep. i didn't know they had tours when i drove by it was just like empty they had <laughs> i was driving by there was like, i guess a guard uh, a guard uh you know shack and they had a dummy with like you know with an old school like uniform on, and I was like, "This is creepy as hell." <laughs> yeah, like, what right. the heck? I didn't know they actually had live tours and uh, they could take you down places. I'm gonna have to check that out because yeah. I was wondering. I was like, "Wow, what, what's going on?" And everything looked defunct. It looked like a like an abandoned. It's uh, really cool. Yeah, it's really it's recommended. When, I don't know again if they're open right now, but like, wow. I only remember like really one story that I heard while I was yeah. there, where one of the veterans was telling me that um, they had to have two people do everything yep. there because it was like one person had to watch the other person like yep. a security thing. You know, so if someone dropped a screwdriver, two people had to pick it up because they just were so careful with like people messing with things and, you know, for security measures. And it's just, it, it speaks to the tension that was mm-hmm. in the air at that time. And, and wow. you know, the, 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 as a history major, the, 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 the amount of things around the Bay Area that uh, you didn't know were nuclear bases or missile bases or, uh, you know, radar installations, because this was like kind of the first line of defense against uh, something coming over from the, the east. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a fascinating part of the history. But let's wrap up here on Missile Command and ask one sure. last question. Would you play this game again? Zach? Oh, yeah. I and would Alex. love to have yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yes. everybody. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unanimous. Yes. Yeah. Such a good game, and totally. and absolutely, like I said, there's that new version on on mobile. There's so much to play with this game. It's such a good game. All right, hey, Dustin, gonna, real, real yeah. quick. Do Do you remember? I don't know if you were there with me at California Extreme that one year, but um, if you were, we actually ran into one of the world record holders for Missile Command, at least at the mm. you know at some point. So there was a, tell me if you think this sounds familiar, but there was a guy there and he was wearing a shirt on the back. that said, Mr. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And this guy's name's Roy Schilt. He, he's also known as Mr. Awesome. Um, He held, he held the arcade missile command world record for like 20 years. This guy is uh, quite the character. Uh, He's in that King of Kong movie. Well, he had some rivalry going on with like, some you know some of the dudes in the movie I think or something, but um, look him up, Roy Schilt, Mister Awesome. He you will not be disappointed. He's just such well, an over the top. Sounds like any yeah. guy who wears his uh, name on his back, right? Yeah, you know? 
Yeah. Like, all he's right. Wearing, like, he's wearing a Mr. Awesome shirt with the fanny pack with like sweatpants and just like killing missile I mean. command. So, yeah. There you go. He's there. I saw him, man. Nice. I saw him. Nice. All right. All right. So wrapping up here, we have our next full episode coming out in a couple of weeks. We'll be on the NES Classic Kung Fu. Definitely looking forward to playing that one. Heck yeah. That's all the time we have here for this quick play episode. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and it makes you want to fling a bunch of dots at a bunch of other dots. That's basically. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) For Zach and Alex, this is Dustin saying game on. Until next time, friends. This is Atari Missile Command. Millions of people are mad for it in thousands of game centers across the country. Interplanetary war is hurt. Attention all generals. Now you can get your own Atari Missile Command video game and practice saving the world in the privacy of your home. Missile Command. Only from Atari. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.